0: Hey guys, this is Destiny Hart coming to you live from my apartment in Queens, New York City. I fell in love with podcasts back in November of 2019. Although they come in many flavors, I am especially drawn to book reviews and show fangirling. I am a Netflix lover, Wattpad lover, Instagram follower, Decade Music Explorer, and I am also placing all my loves into one shareable basket, which is with you no topic is off the table books music poetry you name it every week we will be discussing books for days and if you're ready to hear some of that beautiful glory i'll be with you in a moment so this is my very first time ever doing a podcast um, I'm going to be honest with you. I have probably heard about this thing called podcast a few times over the years, but I never really paid attention to it. Um, but it wasn't until last year, um, November <laughs> that I actually took the time to, you know, put my headphones on and actually listen to people talk to each other. And um, You might have noticed that it's just me. Just me and you talking. There's no one else here. Um, As for like guests or interviews, I have no clue um, if that's ever going to happen. But if it ever does, obviously I'm going to let you know. And obviously I'm going to be ecstatic about it. Um, But for right now, it's just me and you and good old imagination and my love for the arts. You know, like books fiction books by the way i'm gonna make it perfectly clear guys i'm gonna give a lot of spoilers a lot of spoilers so if there is a book or a movie that i start talking about and i go into detail about i just want to let you know from now there are going to be spoilers so if you haven't read it or if you haven't watched it wait to listen to this podcast after you actually have. Okay? Um so anyway, my very first episode is <laughs> so weird saying that. <laughs> my very first episode, it's called How I Got Here. How did I get to this point? Like why am I even creating this podcast? Or how did I even reach to even creating a podcast or even thinking of creating a podcast? Um, It might have something to do with, like, you know, watching reviews on YouTube and uh, listening to podcasts about people rave about books they've read or amazing shows they've watched. And I did give a few examples, like The Worst Thing Read This Week by Caitlin Burton and Savannah Tiffany. And you can find them on Instagram at worst thing read this week and also um my favorite because as you're going to learn i am all about international films and if i knew any other language i would be all about foreign books but i, I can't do that because i haven't read any because <laughs> i don't know any other languages except english sadly <laughs> um but um I am really into watching Turkish dramas and watching um Korean um Korean films and and Korean television shows. I I love them to death. I don't know what the stigma is around subtitles. Anytime you tell someone that you like subtitles, um at least in my case, they never actually want to do it with you because it involves reading. And What's funny is this is New York City, you're on the train, you see at least five or six people reading a book, you know, like we have reached into the generation where phones, we use our phones, we read from our Kindles, and and we use our iPads or our regular Samsung tablets, you know, just to give a few, you know, examples, but you are always going to find someone reading a book. And... I don't understand, we're coming from a place that has a name such as New York Times bestseller. So why do people have such a problem with reading subtitles? You know, I guess they want to listen or watch a film in their own language? Which is perfectly fine, I have nothing against that, but why do you have to get down on me when I say, I'm watching this Turkish film and they look at you like, what? Turkish film? What? why? Or, I watch this Korean film and they're just like, oh, that's just such a cliché. Oh, do you listen to K-pop? <laughs> like, I can watch Korean films and not listen to K-pop. And I'm gonna be real with you, I listen to K-pop. But not as much as I watch Korean dramas, okay? Um. If you ask me about any Korean artists, I only know BTS and um that's really about it (laughs) but um you know uh i i do enjoy listening to music um especially music from other cultures i am really really into that um speaking of i actually have a playlist dedicated to just foreign um music alone or at least foreign music that i enjoy listening to and um I have a few on here actually, most of them are Korean. Um, (laughs) um, I'm gonna tell you from the bat, I am not really good at remembering names (laughs) or artists or like I'll listen to a song and if you ask me what my favorite song is, I can't tell you because I don't remember the name of the song and then if you ask me to sing the song, I can't remember how to exactly (laughs) sing the song. You know, I'm just one of those people. <laughs> but um, I do have a playlist dedicated to just, you know, international music in general. There's a mix of Turkish and Korean on here. Because those are the two main um, sources of international music that I actually listen to. Okay? So, we're gonna, you know pop off for just a little and I'm gonna let you listen to one of my favorite international songs so that was Bana Lirini Ver by Ozdemir Erdogan the first time I ever heard this song it was in <laughs> till this day it is one of the most chemistry, impactful, great script writing, amazing actors and actresses working together, Turkish television drama that I have ever watched in my life. Okenzi Kush is by far number one on the list of Turkish dramas that I would recommend to anyone. And this song it came on in episode 5. Um, so basically, just to give you just a little snippet of what Arkenzie Kush is, it's just about this girl named Sanem um, who falls in love. Or should I say, it's about this girl named Sanem and this man named John who fall in love with each other over the course of... 40-odd episodes. (laughs) Um, So just to let you know, Turkish films are very different. Um, They are very long. They are two hours per episode. And when I tell people this, they're like, so wait, you sat down for two hours watching a television drama and not only one episode, but 40 Actually, there's 50, but you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah. uh, I thought to m- minimizing the number would make it seem just a little less too much, but actually, it's a lot. <laughs> but um, <clears throat> yes, I do sit down watching Turkish films that last for two hours and episodes that go more than 30 episodes. And let's just say, if they go more than 30 episodes they go on for a while and if they go less than 30 episodes sometimes that means that they're canceled like her already um that got canceled which i'm so sad about they only went on for 23 episodes but i will give you you know i'll let you know about that later because if i start now I'm never gonna stop. But anyway, <laughs> the first time I ever heard BANA El RENIVER, it was in episode 5 of Rekenty Kush. And this episode, till this day, is my favorite, like, this is one of my favorite scenes ever. This is a scene that I will literally go on YouTube every day and just watch because it's so romantic. Um, They weren't together by this time, Um, Sanem and Jan, just to follow up. Cause I do tend to go off topic sometimes, <laughs> um. So in in this scene, um, this is actually after, um, John, wisps sent him away from this work luncheon. He gets jealous about the guy that they're going to like be partners with with the company, you know, and again. <laughs> I don't want to go into all the details, because if I do, this first episode for my podcast is not going to be a How I Got Here podcast, it's going to be a Turkish podcast. But just to clarify why this song is so romantic to me, is because in this scene, after he whisked her away from the party, of his jealousy low-key jealousy nothing toxic or anything um they he he takes her to his cabin and this cabin is where he spends his time alone like no one else knows about this cabin um he's never taken anyone there so i guess that's what makes it special um you know and he 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 decides like they agree that they're gonna like have something to eat so he goes for firewood and you know he makes like barbecue and you know they have wine and she can't handle her wine so well because when she does have wine she goes off the rails and she talks a lot like she talks a lot w- with what's on her heart and she never remembers what happens the next day <laughs> but anyway this scene was particularly funny because they were sitting down and they were just eating and um, you know they were like having their laughs you know, and and she had a lot of wine by this point. You know, even though she said she wasn't going to have any, she ended up having some. Um, so anyway, she gets up. I guess she doesn't want the night to end, I'm going to assume. Because she goes in his cabin and there are these vinyl discs. And um, one of the vinyl discs that she takes up happens to be Bana el Vere. <laughs> and she puts it on. And she she's like very wistful and she's kind of dancing she's like we didn't get a chance to dance at the party so we're gonna <laughs> dance now so she's like <laughs> corrupto Caral," which means bad king and again if i go into all the details behind that this episode is not going to be anything about how i got here so <laughs> um so yeah so <laughs> he's like Why are you calling me a bad king? But anyway, um, you know they dance, and you know he, she. She's dancing with him, and she's smiling, um, tipsily. Or should I say, drunkenly at this point? And he's such a gentleman, you know. um, He he's he's saying his feelings to her, in a typical Turkish television fashion she does not hear a word of what he said (laughs) she falls asleep in his arms basically (laughs) and so he just in that moment he he just smiles and he he lifts her up and then just puts her to bed and nothing inappropriate happens but that was just such a romantic scene to me you know you have to watch it so it's arkenji kush Episode five. Um, there are English subtitles to that show on YouTube. It's E-R-K E N C I K-U-S, which means early bird or daydreamer in Turkish. Or the one I still can't really decide what it means because so I, I see a lot of early bird for translation, but then on the poster it says daydreamer, and I'm just like, okay, whatever. So yes, that's what happens and that's why that happens to be my favorite Turkish song and it's very, very romantic. Um, So yeah. (laughs) So let's actually get to the purpose of my first episode. Now that we have, you know, opened the treasure box to the things, some of the things that I love, you need to know... About me. You want to know about me. You want to know who I am. You want to know who this mystery Destiny Art is who's just apparently started her own podcast and you know nothing about. So, here I am. Um, I was born in, in Bronx, New York City. Um, September 2nd, 1999. So, I am 20 years old. Um, I turned 21 in September. Yahoo! Very excited for that day. My plan is to walk into a bar, order a whiskey and Coke, sit down, savor the moment of giving my ID card over and not feeling nervous at all about being underage because I'm not. <coughs> um, have them look at me, obviously tell me I look young. Obviously I'll have to say to them, I have good genes and today's my birthday. And bring my passport just in case, because I am one of those people that are prepared. Um, <laughs> pay for an over, overpriced drink. I don't care about that because it's my birthday. And just cross my legs and sit there and drink. And then after I finish that one delicious whiskey and coke drink, no ice, because they will water it down, I walk out. And that's my plan for my birthday. To just go in a bar and come out within a split second. (laughs) Um, But anyway. um, I was raised in Jamaica West Indies. So I did go to school in the States. um, uh, For a very small amount of time. I went. I was here for probably like five years. Actually it was more like. It was more like four years, and then I went to Jamaica to live with my grandmother for a few months. Or was it a year? I don't really remember the specifics. Um, And then I came back, and then I lived in Florida, um, Fort Lauderdale, Florida, with some family. um, And then eventually with just me and my mom. And then I moved to New York, and then I left New York, and then I went to Jamaica for 10 years. And I left... Um, This dates when I was about 7 Because it was February at the time um, And I lived there for that amount of time And I Stayed there until I was 18 And then I came back In 2018 Yes I am correct Because I graduated 2017 And You know um so now that i've given that right as long as i could remember i always loved reading you know the the very first book that i can remember ever reading it was actually two books (laughs) it was from the beacon street girl series um the first one was called worst enemy's best friend and the second one was called bad news good news written by and they were both written by anna bryant um i read the first book until the pages were worn and the cover tore off um my mother saw how much i loved that book over a very long appointed amount of time to be honest i don't remember how i even received that book i don't know if it was as a birthday gift or it was just random to be honest with you i don't remember how that book got into my hands but I remember reading it over constantly one summer and not being able to put it down and it's weird because that book has so like it's a series there are so many books she wrote so many books and I'm surprised that no one took it up as a television show or a movie but um I have an idea for my second episode um and I'm going to go into books and movies and it's just gonna be very it's gonna be frustrating but it's also going to be fun so i'm going to stick a pin in that for now um <laughs> so anyway eventually she bought me a the second book and i read that and i loved it i remember going into the kingston bookstore bookstore that's the, that was the name of the bookstore um and it was in this, it was in this place called um, Halfway Tree because that's the name of the area. Um, so basically, just think of Halfway Tree would be equivalent to. Let's say Times Square, because not only are is there like a bus station, like a like, like this is like stadium built bus station. You walk in and there's like this, this huge architecture over it's basically like a stadium or like think of an airport but with roads inside and they had buses bus ports um that go went to different areas of the island um and then that entire area halfway tree had shops restaurants you know and the particular area was um they had a lot of stores they had a lot of bookstores and clothing stores and a few internet cafes um so i remember going into the kingston bookshop and there was this entire section to kid books like fiction kid books you know like um nancy drew and beacon street girls and harry potter and you know etc and i remember seeing all those beacon street girls books and You know, obviously I didn't have the money to buy all of them. That's why I've only read two books from the series. I'm really thinking of maybe buying all those books again and reading them all. I don't care how old I am. I remember loving that book and it's going to just resonate with me, (laughs) you know. Um, So I remember getting that and I was probably like 12 or 13 at the time. And then a few years after that, um, I was at a friend's house and we were just hanging out uh on the bed and you know, we're just talking and, and, and you know, just doing girl stuff. Um and she like we're like you know, we're just chilling really. I'm waiting for to get something to eat because her mom was cooking and preparing something downstairs. And um she was on her laptop and she was on this this orange and white site. And I asked her what, what is that? Because I, I saw like an array of like online books, you know, and she was like clicking through them in different genres, and I was like, what is that? And she she said this is Wattpad. And folks, this is where my life changed forever. My life changed exponentially like (laughs) my life went from okay i'm reading this beacon street girls book which is amazing which was probably like like a four on the scale and then wattpad just made it to a (laughs) 10 like i went crazy after that you know um for those of you who don't know in my opinion wattpad is this book loving self writing allow all your fantasies to come to life typing storybook site where basically you can read other people's stories and you can also write your own and have people read those stories um and it changed my life forever i it was i fell in love with it and this platform was brought to me during a time I fell in love with journal writing. And boy, you have to know I am crazy about journals. Like I'm a collector of journals. Like I have at least five, six journals stuffed under my bed that I have not been written in, just so that when I finish one journal, I have another to, to write in so that I don't have to finish one and then go out and buy it. It's just there you know, and most of these, I got on Etsy or Etsy, however you want to pronounce it, the ETSY site, yes, um, where you can, like, get a lot of handmade, um, products, from bracelets to, 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 you know, um, earrings, like, to, like, like, from jewelry to clothing to, to, you know, stuff like that, like, books and, 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 you know, linens, you know, you can get anything on that site, um, so most of those journals are they have my name printed on them MT, printed on every single one of them i have six of them <laughs> and um i know i'm a little crazy but i'm just really into that and i really love leather leather journals there's just something so sophisticating by having a leather journal you know like i can't just write in a composition book I don't know how people do that, but I personally cannot do that. I cannot write in a book if it does not have some type of design on the cover. And composition books, they're just not my thing, you know? Um, And that brings us to when I was also writing a collaboration of stories and notebooks. Before I ever discovered Wattpad and during the time where I was discovering my talent for writing, um, I was just writing in notebooks. Like I would have like two notebooks stapled together and I'd be writing into them. And it's funny now that I think of it, but I used to decorate my notebooks. Like I said, I cannot write in a composition book with its very ugly design, I can't do that. So what I did was I used the materials from my grandmother's workroom. Um, My grandmother, she was a seamstress and she had this large room with four sewing machines. <laughs> um, there were barrels filled with different types of materials such as polyester, silk, cotton, nylon, you know, you name it. Um, and I learned how to sew. She taught me how to sew and I observed when she would do it and i am i am and never was i ever as steady as she was but i could hold my own and um i used to do that with my notebooks and i would just design the covers and um when i moved back to the states in 2018 um i had left those books behind and i because i overpacked my suitcase with a lot of junk with a lot of clothing that I actually didn't need and I don't even wear, you know. I could have just left it, but I wasn't thinking of that. I'm always like being careful and, you know, have lists in my head and being like, if I don't go without this, then I'm going to do without that. Just think of me as the person where if you bring a toothbrush, you have to bring toothpaste, even though the other person that you're bringing with to go to has toothbrush and toothpaste. You just want to be safe, you know. Um, So... I left those and i felt so bad about it and then i would i would be doing my writing and i keep thinking back to all those ideas i have stuffed in those notebooks that i could be editing right now and then eventually actually a year later my i finally pushed my mom into um sending them to me and she did and i was very ecstatic when she did and it was so nostalgic when i saw all those notebooks i have like if I can count them in my head, mm, about seven of them, all from the ages of when I was, like, I believe, 11 to 14. No, 13, because I discovered Wattpad between 13 and 14 years old. And then when I discovered that, I stopped writing in notebooks. Um And they're filled with words. <laughs> they're filled with Plots and stories and they're not really good right now. They need a lot of editing because I might have been good at English, but For some reason my little kid writing and grammar was terrible (laughs) um, so anyway (laughs) Also during this time I was playing with dolls shocker And I don't anymore just to put it out there. I no longer play with dolls. I don't even own a doll And the only like stuffed animal that I owned was actually a gift from this 12 year old that um, she's 13 now Um, She actually gave me that for my birthday She lives in my building and she was so kind and I sleep with it every night because it's so so fluffy (laughs) It's it's like a little it looks like an egg. It looks like an egg with a. smiley face on it and it's green and white um it was it was such a sweet gift (laughs) but during the time i used to play with dolls i would also sew my own little outfits and i used empty and i would use the empty boxes from my grandmother's shipping anytime she would get anything like from the states any like materials or you know stuff like that for her you know she used to sew slips she was really into slips she had her own cutting board this huge machine that would cut things i never touched it because i was afraid i was going to cut my hand off even though that would have been impossible for me to do the only way for that to happen was if i would put my hand under the needle and you know it would just no (laughs) it was heavy it was really heavy and it was ugly it was gray but i always liked watching her use it you know she was such a strong woman such an amazing woman um i miss her so dearly i miss her so much um you know so i used the boxes from her shipping to create houses for myself because you know i wasn't able to afford like when I, it's weird when i was in the states my mom she used she got me everything. I got a Barbie car. I had all these Barbie dolls and Bratz dolls. I had, um, I forgot what it's called. It was like this, similar to a dream house, but it's like a truck house. Um, I had that and um, I used to play with those, but I couldn't take them with me when I left. So money was a little tight in Jamaica because it's a whole different ball game. It's nothing like the States. You know it's harder to get a job there especially if you don't have a degree and then when i say degree i mean like from bachelor's to master's degree it's really hard to get a, a decent job and if you do get a job like in a bar or a restaurant it pays less than the equivalent of american minimum wage so <laughs> um so yeah so i didn't have those and so i would create the houses out of boxes so Basically, living in Jamaica, I was blessed with the things I had and sometimes with the things I didn't. But that never stopped my imagination from adventuring into an oblivion full of treasures. That, it, it never stopped. My imagination went wild. Um, I would write about things that I never experienced. My dream was to always come to the States, come back to the States, and to go to school here. You know, I I, I watched so many movies, so many teen movies. And obviously high school isn't like that, but it's equivalent to that. So I was happy with it, um, you know, watching Mean Girls and, and, you know, all those different high school movies. And I just wanted my own locker <laughs> and I wanted to sit in a classroom full of people who are wearing their style of clothing appropriately. Um I wanted to be on a soccer team but I couldn't really play any sports because of my knee injury um which sucked you know um but like I always I always wanted to go back and I just never had the chance of going back I didn't have anyone to really stay with over here so so my imagination took me away and I guess if I'm gonna sum up who I am into one word, it's wanderer. Or two words, three words. Wanderer of imagination. <laughs> you know, because if anything else fails in my life, my imagination will never. It will always be with me. And this is why I love reading. This is why I love watching movies. This is why I love listening to music. It's just something about escaping into a world that you're kind of unfamiliar with th- that is so gratifying to me that I can just be totally lost into a 1 hour and 45 minute movie and come out being like did that really just happen you know it's 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 amazing and you know this is the essence that I want my podcast to be about It's my first time ever doing it i haven't really planned at the scheduling and and i already have a topic for my second podcast or should i really say first official podcast that really dives into what i really love um but my apologies um yeah this is what i want for my podcast We have finally come to the end of this segment, how I got here. I want to generously thank all the listeners that stuck with me to the very end. I was nervous as hell, which explains the background noise. I apologize if any of you felt distracted by it. If you didn't, ignore that comment. Just think good thoughts. I want to end this podcast by giving a shout out to Wattpad for being the platform I needed to let my imaginative flag fly. On that note, my book of the week is called A Bad Boy Stole My Bra by Lauren Price. If you are interested in reading something funny and seriously cute, and you like banters between pranksters, Check out her book on Amazon or go to any bookstore near you to buy yourself a copy. My song of the week, which is obviously Bonna el Vere" by Ozdemir Erdogan. I hope you fall in love with it just the way I have and still am. Which is available on Spotify and you can most likely find it on YouTube. (sighs) If you want to just... Give me a shout out. Give me any feedback. Maybe any opinions, or just send me a, a nice hard eyes emoji for this slightly awkward, very nerve-wracking first segment podcast. You can DM me at my Instagram handle Destiny Heart Six. So that is D E S T I N Y H E A R T. 6 This is Destiny Hart coming to you live from my apartment in Queens, New York City. Your girl got you. Stay tuned.